Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Uganda Oil. My name is Simon. We are talking exploration licenses. In the past few weeks, the energy minister has signed exploration license and production sharing agreement for the Kanyotaba oil block in Ntoroko district and will in a few more days sign another set of agreements for Ngasa block in Hoima district. These were from the first competitive bidding rounds in which six blocks in the Albertine Graben were up for grabs. Uganda used to offer licenses on a first-come, first-up basis until laws were put in place that dictated different procedures. Now, what happens is the ministry issues a request for qualification inviting interested firms to submit statements of qualifications within a period of not less than three months. Qualifying firms are then issued a detailed request for bids and those with the best evaluated bids proceed into negotiations. Then production sharing agreements are signed and petroleum exploration licenses are awarded. Well, in the first round, there were 17 firms that bid. There were large companies with market capitalization of over $25 billion. Some medium-sized ones and some smaller firms. The small firms had a market capitalization of less than $5 billion. Four were shortlisted. None of the firms bid for the Ngaji block. This block is located in Kanungu and Rukunjiri districts and covers an area of about 895 square kilometers. It was first drilled in 2009, but no hydrocarbons were encountered. Oil farms are probably steered clear of it because of drilling in this area, which would require more stringent ecological measures than in the other fields. Now, within Gaji, there is half of Lake Edward, a part of Queen Elizabeth, Uganda's second largest national park, and a part of Virunga, Africa's largest national park and a UNESCO World Heritage Site. During the bidding process, civil society organizations had questioned the transparency of the process. They asked government to take into account the environmental track record of bidding companies given the environment in which the new blocks were situated. Some reports in the media indicated that some in the petroleum industry blamed the lack of interest in the block on these companies. The licenses were to be issued in June, but the exercise was called off so that the authorities can do more due diligence. And finally, we are close to finalizing and might even open for another bidding session soon. The first license was awarded in September to Amor Energy Limited, an Australian junior exploration company for the Kanyotaba block. The Kanyotaba block in Taroko district was one of the six blocks available. It covers an area of 344 square kilometers in the Semliki area. This block was first drilled in 2012 by Talo Oil, but there was no oil found, so Talo left. And then government went back to collect as much data as possible in the block. The conclusion was that the block had good prospects for hydrocarbons. Now, the second license is to be awarded this October to Nigerian firm Oranto Petroleum for the Ngasa block. This block is located in Hoima and covers about 410 square kilometers. Data of this area was acquired between 2003 and 2008. And some exploration was done in 2007 and 2009. Now gas and oil was encountered. All previous data is available and an oil firm is able to access all data on the field they are interested in. Now according to the Auditor General's report on the Petroleum Fund, Uganda made 7.9 billion shillings from the sale of data. The next bidding round will bring back the three oil blocks from the first round for which no licenses were issued.
These are Karuka Taitai in Bulisa, Nvole in Moyo and Yumbe, and the Ngaji block that many were said to be afraid of. These processes will introduce more oil farms in the Uganda operations. It will be interesting to see how that will change the industry's operations as the three giants, Talo, Sinok, and Total, have worked side by side in many fields and through their joint venture partnership, figured out how best to complement each other's work. They have basically made up what the industry is in Uganda, and it will be interesting to see how business operations change with new players in the market. That's it for today. You were listening to Uganda Oil, a podcast powered by Kabarega Media. Follow us on SoundCloud or wherever else you get your podcasts at, at Uganda Oil. And for more insights and analysis from the industry, check out ugbusiness.com. Thank you and goodbye.